Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It's the Late Show Poncho with Stephen Colbert. Hey, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. My next guest tonight is an actor you know from The Great Gatsby, The Night Manager, and Tenet. She now stars as Princess Diana in The Crown. Thanks for agreeing to this. Of course. <laughs> we saw the pictures of you in Italy. You, um, well, you all look so happy. If only you knew. It's honestly worse than ever. I'm at a loss for what to do. Please welcome to The Late Show, Elizabeth Debicki. Nice to see you. Nice to be here. We actually had a chance to have dinner together one night. I don't know if you remember. It was many, many years ago at the Met Gala. I think it was the night that Hiddleston met Taylor Swift. I think, I think, yeah. I was there. yeah. He was yeah. out there popping and locking and yeah, everything. He, sure was. he was on the dance floor <laughs> yeah. working it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, uh, so lovely to get a chance to actually sit down and talk to you for the first so time. So nice. I remember, I remember distinctly talking to you at that dinner because I, fi- I find those things quite difficult and I never know where to sit. And I, well, they tell you where to sit. But, sure, sure, sure. You know, I and never know who to so talk to. And everyone's and so famous and so glamorous. And I just sit there. It's like, it's like the worst version of the school cafeteria for me. I don't know what it, you know. And then you were there, and I, I yeah. But then you were there, and it was quite delightful. Yeah. Now, you play Princess Diana. Uh, talk about someone, the worst version of a school cafeteria. Princess Diana had a rough time in the lunchroom. Uh, in the latest season of The Crown, the resemblance is really uncanny at times. Not so much right here, but when you're in character, and especially when you're in wardrobe of things like this, it's, it's really extraordinary... There's the revenge dress right there. Here it is. Here's... Was there, was there, you know, some of it's the physicality. Was there part of Diana's physicality that sort of was your hook or the part that came easiest for you? Yeah, I mean, I, some of it came a little too easy, which was slightly alarming. But, um, but I, we have an amazing movement coach, Polly Bennett, and she's sort of our secret weapon on the crown because so much of that show is about people sort of you getting as close to the essence or the spirit of the person, it's not really an impersonation kind of job. Mm-hmm. 
but uh, she's amazing because she just makes a space for you to sort of explore all those uh, all those areas. But um, I didn't really have a hook. I know some people had hooks, but now I'm so close to it. I, I'm still shooting it as well, so I, I think I'm doing it all the time. I don't. I have to sort of not do it. Do you have trouble not being her at times? Not not. Be mm, I don't know. <laughs> I, I've are you in character road. right now? Yes, I am. Who am I talking yeah. to? Am I yeah. talking to Princess Diana yeah. right now? You are, yeah. yeah. Oh, good. No, 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 no. Yes, I love your See, charity it's work. it's really hot. What? I really do. I really do. Don't um, get me started. I'll now, do Andrew it. Morton, of course, biographer of Princess Diana, said that he was completely, I think he said he was like, shocked or like it shook him to see you as Diana. It was so, what did that feel like to have somebody who was so familiar with the character you're playing? At being so blown away by your inhabiting. Yeah, I, I, I read that the other day. I, um, I, have, I mean, I found it very moving, to be honest. I think when you do a job like that, that's maybe the thing you hope for most, mm -hmm. but you might not even let yourself hope that that would happen, you know? You sort of have to stay in your lane and you don't really think about it. So, I, I, yeah. I've heard you talk about there's a connection in your past movies. Like some of some really tremendous performances. So here, here you are in the Night Manager, there with Hugh Laurie. Okay, here you are. Uh, you're playing uh, uh, who was uh, uh, Kenneth Branagh's wife. Yes. In that, in uh, the uh, in Tenet, and here you are in the Crown. <laughs> what is what is the common thread here, as you described? People with hair. <laughs> mm -hmm. yes. Sunglasses. Yes. No, I'm. I've cornered the market for sad people on boats. <laughs> I don't know how I did that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how I did it. The first time I was ever on a fancy boat was with Hugh. Right here, this one. There you and, go. And uh, and I think people saw it and thought she's uh, she's great on a boat. Just put her on more boats. <laughs> now in Tenant, there's a huge dive your character does off the back yeah. of a mega yacht. Is that you? No, it's not me. No. Did in you fact, volunteer? They, they, did they stop you from doing it? No, I would never. It's so high. But they they did actually film film me diving off that little boat, and it was so bad they didn't use it. No, in the other one. In this one? What for? Yeah. This one? And yeah. this one? What did you do? Did you do very... a cannonball? What did you do? No, I tried. I tried so hard. And Chris Chris Nolan said to me like the day off. He said, "Oh, just dive in." He goes, "No, you're Australian. Just dive in." And I was like, what does that mean? Why, you know, I don't know, because we all do swimming at school or something. You're Australian, wrestle a crocodile. Yeah. <laughs> so that wasn't me, no. Punch a kangaroo. Yeah. Um, I understand uh, one of my favorite people in the world, recent guest here, the iconic Kate Blanchett is a mentor of yours. How and when did that happen? Well, that was, uh, I did a play with Kate when I was 22. Mm -hmm. And it was my second ever job. And um, it was in Sydney, because she was running the Sydney Theatre Your Theater second company. gig ever is a play yeah. with Kate Blanchett? I know, how so wow. strange. Wow, as someone who is a young, struggling actor, I don't like you. <laughs> well, I mean... My second gig was not with Kate Blanchett, I promise you. It was actually with Kate Blanchett and Isabel Huppert, which was... Oh, Incredible. wow. It was, it was a version of The um, of the Maids by Jean Genet. But so Kate was running the, the Sydney Theatre Company with Andrew at the time, and I, I just, I'd done Gatsby about, probably about a year before, and it took a long time for the film to come but out. But Gatsby was your first gig? Well, that's not entirely true. I did have two lines in a very small Australian film called A Few Best Men, and I spent the entire movie looking for sheep. <laughs> 
But I was so happy <laughs> because I didn't have any money, and so I thought, this is great. I bought a laptop, I paid my rent. But then, so actually, it was my third job with Kate. Okay. My third so job. your second gig, I'm getting angrier. Your second gig <laughs> was The Great Gatsby. Is that, did you, did you uh, audition uh, uh, down under? Or did you actually come to the United States for that? Well, I came, I came to the States. I'd never been to America before. Yeah. And I was, I just finished drama school, so I was 20. And I did a screen test in Australia. Uh-huh. And I, I didn't, it was like my first screen test, so I didn't know how to do it because we didn't do any film and TV training. We just, it was a very much a theatre school. So I got very, very nervous. And, and I remember the lovely reader opposite me, he was reading so, so fast. And I thought, is this what you do in film and TV? You just, you know, you have to talk so fast. And it was, I thought it was diabolical. And then someone sent it to Baz, to Baz's people. And then the beautiful Ronna Crest, wonderful casting agent, somehow fished it out and sent it, sent it to him. Mm-hmm. So they got me over to LA and I'd never been before. And um, I just, yeah, I, I thought it was such a magical and strange place, I, you know. Los Angeles? Yes, what LA. What was the first thing, like, what was the first thing? Like... Um, I went to, a, you know, I, I kind of shuffled. It's a very long way from Australia, so I was very tired. And so I, I was at the Standard Hotel. It's a nice hotel. And I remember I opened the, those sort of dark curtains and there was just billboards everywhere. And I thought, this is, what are they doing? What are they selling? What's this for? You know, it's just strange, right? Anything. Anything. And I, and I, um, I have a distinct memory of sitting, I don't think I'd, maybe I'd ordered room service before or maybe not. And so I thought, well, I guess I'm just here for a night. So I just, I don't know why, but I just thought, I'll just order a huge pizza and have a beer. I get, I am Australian, so I might just do this on the bed. And then, um, and then the next day I auditioned for Baz, which was, you know, the first time I ever saw him, I don't think I've ever told anyone this story. The first time I ever saw him was he, asked a lovely makeup artist to come to my room to do my makeup for the screen test. I never had my makeup done before, so I thought that was kind of bizarre. And then, while this lovely gentleman was doing my face, I heard this knock on the door in the Standard Hotel. I thought, who is that? Like the, you know, I don't know. Anyway, so I went up to the door and I look in the little peephole and there's Baz Luhrmann's eyeball just staring at me through the thing. He sort of burst in and there were these dresses and I mean he was he sort of is so much like his films that's his energy in life and and so that was my audition for that. Do you like the states? I do. I'm so happy to be here actually. How much time do you spend in the states as opposed to Australia? Uh well I'm I'm hardly ever in Australia anymore so. Oh. Yeah. But Australia's I live, I live in London. What you live in London or yeah, you don't yeah. live here? No. Oh, oh well. No, I won't. <laughs> but I would I'd love to live here. Sometime. We'll find you a place. I was here in the summer and it was so incredibly hot. I don't know how it you do it. It does happen in the summer. It does. It's, but, <laughs> but it's so hot. It doesn't it's, get hot in London? Not like that. It gets hot in Australia. Come I knew on. I was going to say that. No, I know, I know. But, but it's different. It's a different heat here. What is different about it? We say in the well, American Southwest, we say, well, it's a dry heat. That's why we say, oh, it's fine. It's hot, but it's a dry heat. It's like a jungle heat here, isn't it? It's crazy. In New York? Yeah, I just think the New York... The concrete jungle is what yeah, we call it. Yeah, yeah. yeah you do. I, I just think New Yorkers are so tough. And this, you know, I, you are. And I think Australia is, is different, but there's so many things that baffled me. And I think when it's that hot, you get baffled so easily. Like, I've never, I've never worked out how to do the rubbish disposal. Like, I spent all my summer just trying to work out the recycling. New Yorkers still don't know how to yeah. throw away garbage. <laughs> At the end of the day, we just pile it on the streets that's, and say, rats, right. it belongs to you. you 
Elizabeth, it was so lovely to see you. Thank Pleasure. you for being here. Season five of The Crown is streaming on Netflix now. Elizabeth Debicki, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. Just one more thing. If you want to see more of me, come to The Late Show YouTube channel for more clips and exclusives. Calling all vendors and non-vendors alike. Jump into the epic world of Avatar with your favorite podcast, Avatar, Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney. And me, Dante Bosco. Each week we'll recap and discuss a new episode. So come join us and our amazing guests from creators to cast to superfans to chat about all things Avatarverse. It's Fire Nation time. Book of Fire. Let's go. Listen to Avatar Braving the Elements. Wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcast.